Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Richard Hutnut, makers of the all-new Richard Hutnut Home Permanent with Beauty Rinse Neutralizer, present Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. There's been quite a discussion going on lately about the number of accidents that happen on some of our superhighways. The 60, 65-mile-an-hour roads have just been opened within the last few years, and they already have a large accident toll. These highways were built with the guidance of some of the nation's top safety and highway experts and include just about every possible safety precaution. In theory, we should have far fewer mishaps on them, and yet the accidents continue to pile up. Why? Well, many of these accidents are caused by slow-moving cars in the express lanes. This forces the faster cars to swing across the road in order to pass. Continuous shifting from one lane to another because of these slower cars is especially difficult and dangerous at these high speeds. Slow drivers may not have an accident themselves, but they can cause other accidents. The National Safety Council urgently recommends that slow drivers keep to the right and let others pass. Be a safe driver by not having or causing accidents. Mr. and Mrs. McGee's next-door neighbor is leaving town for six months. And he needs an aggressive, wide-awake, reliable man to handle the renting of his house for him. At least that's what Mr. McGee told him yesterday. So, here's the aggressive, wide-awake, reliable man and his wife right now. Come on, Peter. Ingram said he'd be leaving for the train in a few minutes, and he wants to give us the house key. I know, McGee. I just want to take my apron off and put my face on. Well, hurry it up, will you? This ain't a social call. It's a business deal. He wants to show us the premises and give us the keys so we can run out the house while he's in Chicago. I'll be right with you. You want me to look presentable, don't you? Yeah, but I ain't going to present you to the royal court. Gee whiz, you look fine. All right, all right. I'm just about ready. Get my coat, will you? Already got it. It's right here. Hold out your arms out. That's it. You know, I hope this thing turns out all right, McGee. After the pitch you gave that man yesterday, your neck is out like a Thanksgiving turkey. Ah, nothing tough about renting a house these days. Just a swell deal. 125 bucks a month rent he wants, and I keep 20 bucks a month for commission. He'll probably spend that much for aspirin. From what I hear about the headaches in the realty business. Oh, stop worrying, will you? All we've got to do is run an ad in the paper and take our pick of the tenants we want. Mm-hmm. Probably find ourselves a nice, quiet old couple that don't drink, smoke, or throw wild parties. But just sit around reading, knitting, and listening to the radio all day. With headphones on. <laughs> and then down in the cellar behind the coal bin, we find a printing press. Where the nice, quiet old couple prints pictures of Abraham Lincoln on pieces of green paper. Ah. You've been... Seen too many movies, Molly. Too much TV. I hope we haven't held Ingram up because his train leaves in about an hour, and by George, I don't want... Well, Mr. Mrs. McGee, come right in. Oh, hi, Hello, Mr. I'm all packed and ready and waiting for the cab. You better sit down, I'll get you the key. Go right ahead, Mr. Ingram. Yeah, take your time, Frank. Nice looking place, hmm? Much nicer than when the house lived here. She was the worst. Uh, what are you doing here? I thought I told you to wait in the basement. 
Will you get off that chair? Stop acting like that. We have company. I wonder what that's all about. I don't know, man. Put that phone down, Martha. Wow. You hear me? Go back there with that phone. Oh, my. She said, go away, Mickey. Grab her by the collar, will you? Uh, this is the collar? <laughs> oh, it's a cocker spaniel. Oh, I've got her, Mr. Ingram. Well, Martha, I'm too cute. Yeah, well, here's your phone, Frank. Oh, thank you. That dog is really spoiled. Can't do a thing with her. Oh, here are the house keys, Mr. McGee. Good. Now, this one is for the front door. This one's the back door. That one there is for the basement. Oh, I see. What's this key here for? Or the long one? Oh, uh, that's the attic. Oh. I wish you'd just detach that one and put it away for me till I get back. Uh, don't give it to the new tenant. I have a lot of uh, personal things stored up there, and I'd rather just keep it locked. Oh, <laughs> we won't go near Oh, no, I'll check it, though, three or four times a day to make sure everything's okay, Frank. No, 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 no. I'd, I'd rather nobody looked at it. Just just leave the attic locked, please. Okay, okay. I and Molly will make out an inventory of the furniture here so we'll know everything's okay. Oh, I almost forgot. Here's my address in Chicago, care of the pickle factory. Uh, Ingram and Sons Pickles. There's the car. I'll keep it. And we'll mail the rent check to you there every month, Mr. Ingram. Yeah, as soon as we get the right tenant for you, Frank. 125 bucks a month, right? Uh, deduct your own 20 first, of course, like yeah. we discussed yesterday. Oh, sure. You two don't know how much I appreciate. Oh, there's my cab. I'll keep in touch with you. Thanks a lot. No trouble at all, Frank. Glad to make the money. Uh, uh, glad to, to do it for you. Uh, come on, Martha. Goodbye, Hope. Oh, goodbye, Mr. Goodbye. Goodbye. I hope you get the pickle business straightened out all right. Yeah, and don't worry about that attic, Frank. We'll keep it locked. You betcha. Well, he's gone, dearie. Yeah. Now, the first thing we'd better do is check over the house and make out an inventory, because we should write down the furniture. McGee. Hmm? Oh, I wonder what he's got in that attic. Don't worry about the attic. We told him we'd keep it locked, didn't we? Yeah, but gee, Come on, let's make out an inventory. I've got a pencil and paper. You call out the furniture, and I'll write it down. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Hello, I'm your Richard Hudnut beauty advisor with news about a home permanent that lets you curl your hair to suit yourself. It's the new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent, and it gives you exactly the kind of wave or curl you happen to want. You get a choice of three different waving and drying methods, and exclusive Beauty Rinse Neutralizer assures you best results no matter which method you use. For instance, if you like a casual hairdo, use the Richard Hudnut Twin Curl Method. If you want a deeper, firmer wave, follow the Richard Hudnut Salon Method. Or for a step-saving way to get nice, springy curls, Try the Richard Hudnut On Curler Method. You'll find the easy directions for all three methods right inside the new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent Package. So you really can curl your hair to suit yourself. Just remember, it's the new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent, the only wave in the world with Beauty Rinse Neutralizer that gives you best results no matter which method you use. <laughs> table and four chairs. All right, what's next? McGee, hmm? will you keep your mind off of that attic and finish taking this inventory? Gee whiz, Molly, why don't you just let me run up there and see that everything's okay in there? I won't touch anything. You promised the man you wouldn't unlock the door. Hey, I could take a crowbar and jimmy it open. That wouldn't be unlocking it. No. Oh, come on, Molly. It won't hurt anything if I just open the attic door and take a peek. It won't hurt anything like our hall closet. Come on with the inventory now. One dining room table and four chairs. What's next? One buffet. One buffet. This whole thing is so silly. 
A man has a few personal belongings locked away, and just because he asked you not to open that locked door, you won't be able to sleep night. And I'll tell you another thing. What? Neither will I. But we promised the man we wouldn't open that door, so let's keep our word. Okay? Okay. One floor lamp. Marble days. One floor lamp. Remember that friend of Uncle Dennis's in Peoria that had a still in his attic, don't you? Marble base. While he was out of town one weekend, it blew up and it snowed shingles all over the south end of town. And Uncle Dennis wore a black crepe band on his arm for a month till he found another friend with a still. I hardly think Mr. Ingram has a still up there. What's next? We don't know the man very well, you know. One easy chair. One easy? He just bought the house a few weeks ago. Chair. I read a story last week in partly true magazine about a guy that kept a grizzly bear in his attic. He raised it from a pup, and when the guy disappeared one night, his wife called the cops, and they broke down the attic door and found the bear. Oh, dear. Was the man... I mean, did they find him? Not a sign of him. His wife got a phone call from him the next day. Had to go to Cleveland on business. Oh, good. But if Ingram was keeping a grizzly... Listen, you hear noise? Yes, I did. Well, what was it? Oh, it's somebody at the front door. Oh. For goodness sake, stop being so dramatic. Well. Answer the door, will you? I'll go down with the inventory. We'll never get through this. You wish he'd let me to take a look at that attic on account of because... How do you do, sir? Uh, your name's Ingram, ain't it? Ingram? I guess you're surprised how I knew your name. Well, sir, the mailman told me. I would have just looked on your doorbell button there, but I busted my glasses yesterday, so I asked the mailman. Frank B. Ingram, he said. Frank B. Ingram, huh? Well, I've got news for you and the mailman. Yep, you got to get up this side of breakfast to get ahead of me, Mr. Ingram. I thought I'd just stop by and introduce myself. I'm known as the old-timer to my friends. My customers call me Grocery Boy. I deliver the groceries, you see. That's why they call me Grocery Boy. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to meet you, old-timer. You can just call me Frank, if you like. Well, thanks, Mr. Ingram. You can call me old-timer. I don't know if you folks ever use groceries, but... If you ever need any, just give me a ring. I'll be glad to help out. Uh, What's the matter? You know, you look mighty familiar to me. Ever been in Smidlap, Iowa? No. Stagnant water, Texas. No. I know what it is. You look a lot like another customer of mine. Fellow named McGee. Fibber McGee. Never heard of him. Who is it, Terry? A gentleman who delivers groceries in this neighborhood and broke his glasses, my dear. Calls himself the old timer. I'm Mr. Ingram. Oh, no. <laughs> this is my wife, old-timer. Frida, uh, say hello to the old-timer. How do you do? I'm sure. Well, I'll be kidding. Another one. Another what? Familiar face. Now, I don't know about your husband, Mrs. Ingram, but I know I've seen you somewhere before. No. Have you ever been in Smidlap, Iowa? No. Standard Water, Texas. No. <laughs> I'll tell him, dearie. Don't think the old-timer. Oh, oh, I get it. You two are pulling my leg, huh? Why, sure we are. You Ingrams have been to Stagnant Water, Texas, after all, eh? <laughs> I knew I'd seen you and Miss Ingram before, thanks. <laughs> you can't fool your old timer. But, Mr. Altimer... Don't forget now, if you ever need any groceries, just call me. Go on. Yeah, but Altimer, hey, what... Come on, let's get back to the inventory. Right. We'll get the house all set this afternoon. The first thing tomorrow, I'll run an ad and rent the joint. I hope it's that easy. I'll just say house for rent to quiet couple with no attic. Well, the locked attic is just as bad as no attic at all. The worst, in fact, because that bad dreaded attic is driving me attic happy.
we'll be right back. Each Thursday evening on NBC Radio, you're invited to join the fun on Truth or Consequences, America's number one party game. Ralph Edwards is your host on Truth or Consequences, and the zany antics he springs on unsuspecting members of the studio audience makes his fun-filled show a listening treat. Another wonderful program on Thursdays is Eddie Cantor's show business show. When Eddie steps before the NBC microphone to present his show business show, he brings with him a world of little-known information about some of America's greatest entertainers. You'll hear their recordings and stories about their careers on Eddie Cantor's Show Business Show. Roy Rogers adds to the pleasure-filled Thursday evening radio schedule on NBC when he presents his fine program from Paradise Valley and the Double R Bar Ranch. Along with Roy, you'll hear Dale Evans, Pat Brady, and the Whippoorwills for 30 minutes of action-packed adventure and thrilling Western music. It's the Roy Rogers Show for more entertainment on Thursdays over most NBC stations. Be sure to listen. If you want to go wash up with your dinner, we'll be ready in about five minutes. Okay. Say, before it gets dark, though, I think I'll run next door and make sure we locked Ingram's house up good for the night, huh? We locked everything. Oh, I better double check. Where's the keys? They're on the mantle. Good. I'll just check them in. Since we don't need the attic key, though, I took it off the ring and put it away. Okay, I'll wash up. Yes. Good night. Good night, all. Richard Hutnut, makers of the all-new Richard Hutnut Home Permanent with Deodorant Neutralizer, have brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed, with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Jack Moyles as Mr. Ingram. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Enjoy the Roy Rogers Show on the NBC Radio Network.